Hello and welcome back to Middle Ground. Caroline and I are finally back together. And sorry if Joe just blew out your eardrums. Was it that loud? <laughs> a little, but Do it's Do I need fine. to turn it down more? No, you just said hello really loud. Okay, it's down as low as it'll go. And yeah. I'm pulling the mic away from my mouth. I think we're good. Okay, sorry team. Hi guys, I'm Caroline. I'm Joe, I'm the one that blew out your eardrums. Uh, we've been apart for like what feels like 14,000 years. Literally like two months. I feel like I haven't seen Joe this whole summer. Well, you've been traveling. I know it's my fault. I get it. I get it. Like, well, I feel like often whenever people have a baby, people are like, well, they just have kids now and I never see them. And I'm afraid Caroline, like one day, although she's normally pretty like in touch, is going to be like, well, Joe just had a baby and stopped hanging out with me. And I would lose my mind. No, I do not feel like that. Caroline all of a sudden got all kinds of free time and just... I have the travel bug again, yeah, people. took off. Yep. Which I'm happy for you. Thank how was, you. How was all your travels? So good. So fun. your grounding moment? Or do you just want to talk about it before grounding moments? We can talk about it before grounding moments. Okay. Tell me all about it. Um, what do you want to know? You went to... Uh, you Did you... You went to New York? I went to Dallas, New York, and Florida. Florida. Yeah. All the things. Um... They were all good. Virginia was great. She left, sadly. So she's gone. She's back in Italy. Um, everything was great. How like, did she feel about her English by the end of the month? She felt really confident, and she wants to start, like, actual, like, English classes one-on-one, which I'm like, wow, proud of you. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah, so she did really good. And I told the podcast this, but every night we, like, did a little English lesson. Like, I was like, okay, I heard you say you know, these things, it's not wrong. Like I know what you're saying, but these are the proper ways to say it. I felt like a little teacher again. Again, I'm saying that because I taught English and quote unquote taught English in Italy. I saw her her first week here and she was doing fantastic. Yeah, she, and, but that's the sad, not sad thing, but I feel like if you are bilingual at all in any language, you're like, "Mm, I don't really speak it that well. Cause you're not like fluent. I'm like, you're literally holding a whole conversation with me. Like that is, amazing well she seemed to be following the conversations yeah Yeah. and like when she didn't she'd be like okay can you repeat that because I want to know like what those words mean we're like yeah of course so it was all fun uh New York is different I will say that it's different than I remember it I don't like New York I don't know if I'm older no offense to anybody that loves New York I've always loved it like I've always been like New York awesome and I don't know if it's lost its sparkle or I don't know if I'm just less naive I can't figure that one out. You're for sure just less naive. Because I think it does have its sparkle, but like... Yeah, but the sparkle that's been there, like the thing that draws people to it has not changed. I don't think. Maybe. That's the thing. I don't know. Because I just felt... And plus it's like after a literal global pandemic, like there's just more of everything, more homeless, more this, more that. And it's like... I don't know if it's, again, if I'm less naive and I'm just more on guard or it's lost its sparkle. I've never liked New York. I can appreciate it and I understand why people love it. My best friend from high school still lives in New York. She's been there since we graduated high school. So she's been there for almost 12 years now. Oh, I graduated high school almost 12 years ago. Wow. Okay. Uh, Anyway, so she's been there for just over 11 years and she loves it. And I've visited her, and I'm really happy for her and, like, getting to see her life. Yeah. But it's not for me. You can do it, yeah. I used to think I could do it. Not, like, I can do it, but, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, I lived in Italy. Like, Milan is very similar to New York. It's just Italianized and older. There's way more wide-open spaces, though. Yeah. Like, there's not huge, like, towering buildings in Milan. But, um it's city life at the end of the day. But I used to think like, Oh, like I want to live in New York one day. Like, you know, I'm sure a lot of people think that now I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Not that I hate it. I was just like, "Mm, I think it's, I've never wanted to live in a city though. I just have, I listened to everybody talk about that and I've never been that person. Yeah. Matt really liked it. Matt lived in St. Louis, which isn't like a New York city, but he lived right downtown and he could walk to his grocery store and walk to his gym and walk to everything. Mm-hmm. And he loved that lifestyle. And I like the idea of a walkable lifestyle. But I don't like the idea of, like, giant metro living. Yeah. I know. If you really think about it, it freaks you out. I always think about, and this is like, I don't know why my brain goes there. 
trusting everyone to like blow out their candles. One candle like screws up the whole building. It's going down. Yeah, but most of those buildings are metal. I know. It's just terrifying. I'm like, I don't trust you. People don't even know you. A candle's not going to burn I know, down a metal burn building. The whole thing down, hopefully. But I just think about that. I'm like, what if it's my next door neighbor? But then it's like, again, I'm not like materialistic. Like if my things went and I was safe and my family and my dog, I'm fine. But it's like, I just worry about that. I'm like, oh my God. I always worry about pictures. Yeah, pictures. That is the cool part of the internet. That is the cool part of the internet. But, um... Yeah, New York was great. Virginia loved it, which is all I care about. Um, and then my friend Golda went with us. And oh, I didn't so know fun. that. Yeah, Golda came. That's amazing. So yeah, fun. We planned it really last minute. I was like, Ugh, Golda, do you want to come? She's like, actually, yes, which I was so happy about. I'm like, perfect. So we ran around, did all things. And then we saw Morgan, yeah. my other friend. That sounds fun. Yep. And, and then somewhere during all of that, you second shot a wedding and did you shoot a wedding of your own or did you just second shoot? I shot it before I did all of that. Okay. I shot a wedding, then did all the things, then second shot. And then after I second shot with JC, um, it was like two hours away from my home. So then I drove two hours back and then we literally got straight in the car and drove to Florida. Yeah. And Florida was eh. Florida was eh. I was telling Joe, like, I'm not a Florida gal. Sorry for everyone. But I'm literally, I'm just spending this entire podcast being like, I don't like Florida. I don't like New York. I don't, and it's, I shouldn't say I don't like them. Yeah. But I'm with you. I'm just not, well, it's not my thing. Let me preface this. I didn't grow up going to Florida. We weren't like, and I feel like that's, I didn't either. That's just the basis of it. Like you usually love some place cause it's nostalgic or it's, there's happy memories. And that's me in the lake. Yeah. And that's not me in Florida. Like, so I just don't have that tie like other people do. Like, it's not deep for What's me. What's yours? Mine's California and Hawaii. But, like, we didn't go to Hawaii a ton. But, like, obviously we went because my family is from there. But, yeah. Like, but that's the other thing. Like, I feel like California and Hawaii people hate each other. So, I'm like, well, I'm the California person. You're just a broken love story. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, it's not that I hate Florida. I appreciate it for what it is. But the thing is, Chris he like is a Florida person, which I'm like, that is so interesting to me. Cause the kid has been everywhere. Like his dad was a pilot growing up. He's been everywhere and he's obsessed with Florida. And I'm like, huh. And so we went obviously, and Chris came with us and he, I was like, okay, tell me why you love Florida. Cause I'm just really bamboozled <laughs> by this. And cause his dad literally lives in Mauritius. If you don't know what that is, Google it. It's like literally paradise next to Madagascar. It's an Island. I'm like, why does this kid love Florida? And he's like, this was the first place that I came to in America. I'm like, Um, oh, it's nostalgia. Yeah. Didn't know that. I went to the beach a couple times, I think, with my family growing up. Not not I think. I was trying to think how many times, but I don't genuinely know to say. And I have good memories. Like, I have really good memories. We went to Fort Myers, Florida, which is way southern Florida. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother and I would get up at low tide and we would walk the beach and collect shells. That's fun. And I have really good memories from that. And I love the idea of going back and doing things like that. But that is not what most people do on like a traditional beach trip. Yeah. I don't like sand. Yeah, Joe doesn't like sand. I really don't. That's my hot, hot take. It's yeah. awful. Also, when we went to Florida recently, just now, the water was so hot. Like, extri- like almost borderline too hot. Oh, weird. And I'm like... It's not even refreshing. I've never been when it feels like that. Neither have I. I'm like, what is happening? We usually go to the beach in the winter. That's probably part of my problem, too. Yeah. It's it's never, like, quite warm enough to really, you know. Yeah, enjoy it. I've never had, like, perfect beach weather. Anyway, what's your grounding moment? Anyway, my grounding moment. That was a good question. I don't even know what day it is. Ah, you go first. Okay. My grounding moment is I got to be a wedding guest this week and uh, I never get to be a wedding guest I mean I hopefully will now like moving forward <laughs> but I'm never a wedding guest I've never been a wedding guest really I think I can count on one hand the times I've been a guest I got to be a wedding guest at Matt's best friend's wedding and then I also was a wedding guest at like a family member's wedding four or five years ago but that's pretty much it I've either been a bridesmaid or more often than not photographing weddings. And so getting to just attend 
Yeah. And be in the crowd and eat dinner and talk with friends and dance and I don't know. It was just really refreshing and nice. Yeah, that is a good granny moment. Also, and it was I love your dress. <gasps> Thanks. It was so cute. Thanks. I got it at Maud. I wouldn't wear it personally, but I loved it. Yeah, it's a very like a fairy tale whimsical yeah it was very whimsical and it's not sparkly but it's like reflect it has like like uh, disco bally it not rhinestones what are they called sequins it has sequins in the center of all the flowers Um, and so when you look at it it doesn't look sparkly but then if light hits it it like shines it has just little flecks in it yeah i think i'm gonna wear it to all of my weddings that I go to this fall. Nice. I think we have one or two more that we're going to this fall for friends and family. So fun. So I'm just going to wear that one across the board. So fun. Um, okay, my grinding moment is getting back into my routine. I've just been off kilter. Obviously, I've been traveling. I've been going. I've been hosting, like, all month. So I feel like I was telling Joe, like, I think I've matured in the way. Like, I used to be so introverted. Like, if one day with a person like an outing with one person the next day I would be like down for the count like I'd be like I have to just meditate like get back in the groove but I think I've matured in the way like it's it's a shorter turnaround like I'm not like oh I need a month to like reflect and like not be around anyone I've gotten way better at that so I'm proud of myself for that but also yeah my grounding moment is getting back into routine you know I got like everything cleaned up are you back at boxing no, I'm not back in boxing. Just because my boxing people have, um, they've had like family emergencies come up. And so it's nothing on either of us. But of course, we're like, okay, put us on the back burner. We're okay. So I go back to boxing this week though. So okay, I'll be back and better than ever. But yeah, I'm back in my routine. Chris was gone all day at work. And so I like tidied up, did the things, like I'm walking Frankie and it feels good. Like, and then I've never been like a quote unquote routine person, but I'm like, no, I actually am. Like, I like it. You guys, Caroline's grandma watched our dogs while we were in Minnesota. And every time our dogs go there, one of our dogs specifically comes back fat. Yeah. Speaking of dogs. (laughs) Speaking of dogs. One of them always comes back fat. Seriously. Every single time. And he was, Oko is the one that comes back fat. And he was laying on our bed last night and he was only gone for four days and he somehow turned into a barrel (laughs) in four days. So my grandma does not hold back on those treats, man. We love Caroline's grandma and that she watches them. But now we're wondering if we need to like separate their food out into like baggies and like separate. Yeah, maybe. Because, but I think Matt's right because Matt was saying to me, he was like, Yeah, it's just because like our dogs act like they're starving 24 7. I'm like, 100%. 100%. And my grandma sees that as like, Oh, they're hungry because she doesn't know them. She just sees them every yeah. now and again. But like, she's like, Oh, they're so hungry. No, they're just no. stupid. They're just or start- smart. Depends on which way you think about it. Yeah, that's true. Um, Don't unplug that boji. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, he is a little chunk. He is a barrel. He was just starting to finally lose weight from the last time he stayed at grandma's. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, I think maybe he eats, because my grandma has a dog that's literally 16 years old. <laughs> that's Boji. What? She's you need like, to go to bed? Talking. I have a feeling Oko eats Shelby's food. Oh, probably. You know, because like, that dog barely eats anything. It can barely, like, see or, like, walk even. So it's like... Yeah, I if think... food's left out, my dogs will eat it. Yeah, I think he's um, sneaking into They're her. They're not going to leave, like, a piece of food in the bowl. Like, dogs who, like, go back and munch every once in a while and stuff? No. Mm-hmm. I've never had dogs like that. Frankie can be like that. It's weird. I'm like, eat your food. I think that that's probably healthy, though. You know, like, they stop when they're full. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, my God, did she eat enough? And then it's like, okay, whatever. She, if she's not hungry, she's not hungry, you know. She's an intuitive eater. I think that's good. Yeah. 
My dogs are not intuitive eaters. They are. But also I think if you have two or it depends where you raise the dog. Like Frankie's an only child, so no one's eating her food. Boji was an only child and she's always been like that. Mm, weird. I don't know. I think some dogs are just more food driven than yeah, others. Yeah, that's true. And then Oka wasn't that way, but he has to compete with Boji. Yeah. I think maybe if we'd gotten Oka first. Anyway, none of this is important. <laughs> Go ahead and dive in. We're talking about pet peeves, obviously, from the title of the episode. And we've done this before, but I thought it'd be fun to do it again. It's been like two years since we did it. Yeah, seriously. And I feel like you learn a lot about us, about a person in general, when you know their pet peeves. Yeah. We're going to dive in. Joe, do you want to go first? Do you have a list? I don't have a list. Okay. I I mean, I do in my head, but you have a written list. list. I have a written list. And I only have... So, okay, I guess I'll take things and start... I had a really hard time making a list because I told Caroline when she got here, she texted me and said, we're doing pet peeves again today. Like, make sure you make your list. And she got here and I said, I have a problem. I don't think most of my pet peeves are pet peeves. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) Well, if you look up pet peeves, it's like a minor inconvenience. And I feel like most of my pet peeves are deeper, are like much like I don't like it when people are jerks. That's the root of mine. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like it's small inconveniences. Yeah. So I had a hard time. But I think you should lead. Okay. I'll lead. Okay. This is a new one for me um, because I'm now a dog mom. Is people reaching, not even my dog, just people or kids especially, just reaching to pet dogs. I don't like that. Kids don't bother me as much as grown-ups. Well, kids worries me because I'm like, you don't know if that dog's going to bite you or anything. Like, no, but the reason, sorry, I'm totally taking over here, (laughs) but the reason adults bother me more is they should know better. Yes. Kids are in more danger. Yes. But like, as long as a parent is like, hey, no, 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 we can't. Well, that's, no, that's my problem is when the parent's like, oh yeah, like we have a dog at home. I'm like, my dog is not your dog at home. Your right. dog at home was raised with that child, probably. Like, my dog isn't. And it's not even, like, I'm not even talking about Frankie. Frankie wouldn't hurt, hurt a fly, but Frankie doesn't really like to be pet. So it's like everyone and their mother wants to pet Frankie, and I have to be like, oh, like, sorry, like, she's a little shy. And then usually I'm saying that so they'll get the hint. And then they're like, oh, that's fine. Like, our our dog at home shy. I'm like, no, no, the dog doesn't want to be pet. So I'm like, should I just start telling people like she doesn't want to be pet like I don't know what to say but it's also like when I see it happening to other people just like reaching like oh your dog's cute reach no no always ask always let the dog sniff you like any dog just like dog etiquette that's a pet peeve that's a new one too since having a dog yeah no that makes perfect sense I agree so that's my first one what's yours My first one is one that I said last time that I just need to start with because nothing has wavered about it being at the top of my list. And that is, please don't ask me questions you can Google. (laughs) Like, just don't. My friend Amy is over today, and she, long story short, Amy's going to be in Northwest Arkansas for a couple months because she's a travel nurse. And I'm so excited because it means I get to see her more. But... She is, uh, they've been traveling the country in their RV, which is kind of cool. So fun. I know, right? Um, But laundry, like, I don't know if she's been going to a laundromat or if their place had a place before, but either of those things doesn't sound like as much fun as like a private washer and dryer. Right. So she came over my house to do laundry today and was going to bring me lunch, which is so nice. Amy's the best, right? And I was like... I don't know. What about smoothie bowls? And she's like, what's a smoothie bowl? And then immediately after she texted me and was like, I Googled it. Just kidding. Because she knew I was going to lose it. (laughs) That I asked that she asked me like, what is a smoothie bowl? Google it. Yeah. I don't know. A bowl with smoothie in it. Yeah. That's not nice. (laughs) I, uh, that's I don't funny. know. That just really irks yeah. me. No, yeah, that does bother me too, obviously. And our sticker, don't ask Google questions. But no, I was telling Chris, I was like, Chris, help me think of my pet peeves. He's like, everything. Like, And Joe was saying that to Matt. He's like, everything is your pet peeve. Like, he didn't say that, but he, I feel yeah. like they were very similar in their reactions. Like, I, 
I really do feel like mine are big though. Like it's like, yeah, I don't like it when people are inconsiderate. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't know that that's a pet peeve. Yeah. And Chris said, he said, Caroline, you always say to people, your life's not that hard. I was like, Chris, I have never said that to people. I'm like, if I ever said that, please tell me. Cause I have never said that to people. And he's like, no, no, you don't say it to people. I'm like, thank God. And he's like, yeah, but you just like say like, I don't know. Like, I think, you know, they're struggling, but you know, their life's not that hard. I'm like, Chris, I would never say that out loud to someone. I'm like, that's not a pet peeve. That's just me being mean, you know? And I'm like, it's not. Yeah, but I totally get that sentiment because I feel like that's something people do as a whole to other people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's like, yeah, you don't think, you know, Sarah Joe's problems are hard because they're not your problems. Right. Like, duh. And you don't know the intimate details of their no. problems. Yeah. Or why it triggers them or any of their traumas right. or any of their past. Like, right. And I was like, Chris, I would never say that. So anyways, Chris told me to say that on the podcast. I was like, um, people are going to think I'm actually the devil if I say that. Anyhow, me next. Uh, are you done? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just don't want to, I just don't want people to ask me Google questions still. Yeah. Don't ask her. Um, mine is crowding the airport gate. Why are we doing that? I hate that. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. We're all getting on the same plane. I promise you're not going to miss it if you're right there. Like, stop doing that. Also, if I was in charge of the airport, all of it, I would demand that there are two doors. And there, I think there are two exits. I think there is a very, very tail end exit and obviously the front exit. But I think if you pay for first class, that is luxury, yes. But if you pay for first class, you board first, but you board in the front. All the other people need to board in the back, but also it needs to be the back to the front. Like it needs to board the back to the front. Why? How is that better than front to back? Well, I guess if they board in the back. the first class part. If they board in the back, then it needs to board front to back. Yeah. But if it's normal, like say there it wasn't. It needs to board. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, if there wasn't two doors and if it's just how you normally get on a plane, it needs to board from the back to the front. I don't understand. Like I understand first class getting seated first because it's luxury. But to me, I would think that first class gets seated last to Same, them. but if you think about it, they get served like champagne or whatever the hell. Yeah, I guess. But then it's like they're in the way. Like it's, I, Yeah, and, and you're then, like stuck on the plane. Yeah, and you see all the people walking by like, I don't know. I just feel like it needs to be more luxury than that if you're paying that much for a ticket. But yeah. What I will say is I feel like not very many people buy first class tickets for international flights they do. But yeah. I feel like the majority of first class seats are people getting upgraded yeah. from regular tickets. No, yeah. Yeah, I've, that's the only reason I've sat in first class from... Like, not international. I've never sat international. But Have you done business class international? No. I haven't either, but that's a dream of mine. Yeah. I'd like to do first class or business class. Just, like, I want to bucket list experience yeah. that. Chris has a little spoiled brat. But his Dang dad it. was a pilot, but. Must be nice. Must no. be nice. But, yeah, I've never. I've never sat in a pod. I want to do that. I haven't either. But I don't want to pay the money, you know. I don't either. I want to do it, but I don't want to pay that money. Anyways. I'm like, what if it's not worth it? I think it would be worth it. I would just sleep the whole time, though. That's the thing. Right, so is it worth it? I know. Not sure about that one. But, yeah, so don't crowd the gate. Also, I don't like when everyone stands up right when the seatbelt thing goes off. Like, why are we doing that? Let's just organize. Unless, unless you're literally missing your flight or you're giving birth. If you're giving birth or you're missing your flight, you should absolutely get up and yes. exit first. Yes. And people should be respectful But that's of that. the thing. People should be respectful and sit down. Yeah. Like, unless you're not doing that, sit I down agree. until the aisle, your aisle is ready. Yeah. I have a lot of plane-related pet peeves. Yeah. I hate it when people complain about kids on planes. Oh, yeah. I've hated too. this since before I had kids. Me this too. This is not like a having a yeah, kid I don't have thing. Kids. Because I don't understand what others don't understand about it being public transit. Yeah, that's very true. Also, I don't think, I don't, and this is privilege speaking, but in this day and age, with all the technology we have. You have noise-canceling headphones. Yeah. There are so many tools that you literally, I never hear people on the plane. Even the person next to me, like. 
I think noise canceling headphones are pretty accessible nowadays too. I mean, like I think most people have a, some kind of headphone with that feature. Yeah, I would assume, but maybe not because of how many people complain. Like, but is, at the very least, the airline hands out free headphones. Yeah, take a pair of the free headphones, turn it up, all plug the it way. in to the like, jack. Ra- like even if it doesn't have a TV that flight, they have radio jacks. Mm-hmm. Like something, something. Yeah, and it's like, okay, we were all were kids once. Do you think you were an angel when you were a baby? No. Well, and I just always feel so bad for the parent. Yeah. Because that parent is so stressed. So stressed. They don't want their kid to be crying. They know that you're angry. No, they're trying to sue their kid. You can hear them like, And, like, if they have them on a plane, they're having to do something or go somewhere. Right. Maybe it's family vacation. Maybe it's a funeral. Yeah, you don't know. You don't need to know. It's not your business. If you need to tell yourself that every kid that's ever on a plane is on that plane because their grandpa died, start telling yourself that. Yeah. Seriously. Don't be mean. Okay. Don't give dirty looks. Yours next. Okay, sorry. There you go. Um, <laughs> the next thing I was going to say is, and I don't know if this is, again, is this a pet peeve? I don't know. I hate when... People think they're really, really good at things <laughs> that they're not good at. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But explain, it's not good at, from your eyes, it's, they're actually not good at it. It's like they're actually yeah. not good at it. Yeah. Like, I met a lot of, and, and the thing is, I don't want this to come across as like, when I say it, I feel like I'm bullying and being mean. Yeah. Like being like, well, they're not good at it, so they shouldn't do it. That's not what I'm saying. But I came across a lot of creatives who would be just so shocked that their business wasn't doing well. They're like, I'm doing everything right. I'm so much fun to be around. My work is impeccable. My product is amazing. Nobody wants to pay my prices. Mm-hmm. And like the lack, it, here's what it is. Yeah. It's a lack of self-awareness. <laughs> it has nothing to do with like thinking you're good at something and you're not. Yes. Cause I don't know that I care about that. It is a lack of self-awareness. Because then you make it somebody else's responsibility to be like, hey, like. Maybe we should pivot. Your work's just not that good. So, like, you're going to have to improve that before you book things. Or, like, you're not that great to be around. Like, you're insufferable. That's why you're not booking clients. And I I just think that people have a responsibility to be somewhat self-reflective. Yeah, yeah. And they're not. Wow, that's maybe the rudest I've ever felt in my life, saying all that out loud. Well, it ties into my next one. My next one is people not reading the room. I don't understand. I don't understand. Yes, but I do have a little bit sympathy for some people for that because, like, I truly think some people just don't have social cues and social skills. Mm. And that's not their fault. Right. Which I guess is the same thing as like lacking self-awareness. Is it their fault? I don't know. I kind of think so. I don't know. Like I know it's weird because I think it's their fault, but that's I think it's that's my their fault. Thief. But I think that some people don't have social cues in their toolkit, and they need to learn them. But if they don't ever have anybody being honest with them that they don't have those things in their toolkit, how do they know? That's true. It drives me insane, though. Stop doing that, people. Like what? Give me an example. Like, it's not like bad things. It's just like, I am a person. I walk in a room. I can tell like how everyone's feeling. Oh, Joe's feeling off today. You know, my boyfriend's, he's on a high. He's good. You know, whatever. Like I can tell. And therefore, if Joe's having an off day, I'm not going to tell Joe, hey, I hate your dress today. Because that will send her over the edge. That Is that why you told me you liked the dress I wore at the wedding? No, because I actually you thought liked I looked it. like I was off. <laughs> because the moment I told you where it was from, you told me you would never wear it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm saying I liked it. That's another thing. Like you, I'm just kidding. It guys. would tie into a pet peeve, I think, too. Like I hate when people are like, I don't want to compliment them because I wouldn't like that. It's like no, no, two things Wait, can exist. What? Like, you know, like, I think people sometimes hold back. <gasps> I liked your dress because I liked it on you. 
I'm not going to like the dress on me. You just pointed out a pet peeve I really hate. That I just did? Or no, you didn't unlocked? do it. You just unlocked that guy, it. Tell me. No, you didn't do it. You actually said, like, two things can be true. Oh. The fact that for so many people, two things can't be true at once. Yeah. Boggles my mind. Because it's like, if you're, if you, Okay. Let me get my words together here. So online, I will say, I'm having a good week because my cabinets are all done and stained. And then the next day, I'm like, yo, I'm sad because my package didn't come on time. People are like, I thought you were having a good week. It's like, what? I can be sad that my package didn't come and still have a good week. Like, two things can be true. That was, like, the world's worst example. My brain No, but yeah, I get it. Sorry, everyone, if you just decided to turn the podcast off in that moment. (laughs) Oh, God. And then I dropped my mic and there's all kinds of noise. Uh, But does that make sense? No, yeah. Like, I feel like I see that all the time where people are like... It's not so black and white, people. Well, and people will say that, well, they're toxically positive because they're focusing on gratitude. And, like, you can be grateful and sad at the same time. You can be grateful and frustrated at the same time. You can be happy and sad at the same time. Mm -hmm. Period. Have you ever been to a funeral? Yeah. Like, it is the the saddest. Right. But also people cope differently. But you're also, like, celebrating this person. And they're, like, I don't know. Just. Let two things be true at once. Maybe more than two things. Right. Yeah. Anyways. What's on your list next? Well, yeah, mine was reading the room. Like, I just... Because I... I, But that's the thing. My root of it is I'm really good at that, so I expect others to be. But like Joe said, it's on their toolbox. Yeah. So. When something comes easy to you, sometimes it's hard to see how it doesn't come easy for other people. But something that's really easy for what seems to me like most people that I meet is like food and nutrition and like feeding themselves. Generally, that comes pretty easily to people. And it's really, really, really hard for me. And it always has been really hard for me. So I think that that is something that is easier for me to deal with because I have this like giant red flag about me. Does that make sense? And so because I know that that's supposed to be easy and it's not for me, it's easier for me to get in other people's shoes and realize like oh. something that might be really simple to most people could yes. be really hard. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Looks like I really lost you for a second. Yeah. Your wording lost me, but I got there. Okay. Um, another one is if you're at a grocery store, the cart has to be in reaching distance, arm width away. Nobody should be questioning if the cart belongs to someone. No. I don't understand. Like, you go shopping with Chris, and the man leaves the cart in a different aisle. Like, if I don't even know what he does when I'm not there. I'm like, honey, you have to keep the cart. Like, it's rude. You're blocking other people's experience. The cart. And also, it's it's a pet peeve the opposite way. If I have to, like, be like, whose cart is this? Or, like, if I have to move the cart, that's a problem. Where are you? Unless Here's you, my like, hot take. You don't return the cart, you're dead to me. <laughs> returning the card too yeah i like last time i talked about this on my story people came out of the damn woodworks defending themselves for not having taken the cart back Same at what? times i don't know like my grandma was having a heart attack in the passenger okay, seat and well. so i had to leave it and run <laughs> like i'm like okay we're not talking about the one in trillion yeah chance. and like if something that crazy is going on nobody is watching you leave that cart and thinking wow what an asshole yeah like but generally speaking, in 99.9% of cases, return your cart. Yeah, you have the time. It takes literally two steps. I mean, maybe it takes more, but you know what I'm saying? It takes two you seconds. You just walk through a grocery store with a cart. Yeah. You can empty it and return it to where the carts are. Yeah. Don't leave it to blow around the parking lot. <laughs> I, I know, and it's, like, dangerous. Like, if the wind catches it, it literally could hit a car. Yeah. Like, don't do that. I mean, what? it's not going to, like, hurt them, but, like, it's going to dent someone's car. But that could hurt somebody. Yeah, it could. It they could. can no longer put perfect condition on Kelly Blue Book. Yeah. It could really hurt their value. Yeah. 
Seriously. <laughs> yeah, the cart one's a big one. Okay, you said. I said okay, cart. shopping cart. Okay. Um, I wrote down napkins. Oh, napkins. If <laughs> I was like, why did I write them? It's not really. Again, I've matured, but I, for me, I can't. If I finish a meal and it's and I can't leave a crumpled napkin on the plate for some reason, I have to fold it. I usually do it in a triangle, but I always have to fold it neatly and put it. Even if I'm at home by myself, like it has to be neat. Um, it used to bother me that other people did that, but it's more of a self thing now. I've never thought about it. Hmm. Well, there you go. Have you kept your pet peeve about people ordering what you order? Yeah, that's on my list, but um, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sure you do, but I feel like I, what's the saying? Beat the dead horse or? No idea. I feel like. I know you, what you're talking okay. about, but I don't know. I feel like I do that with this pet peeve, but I don't like when people order the same thing as me, but it's changed and I'm also more mature now. But I don't like when people don't look at the menu and then order the same thing. Like, just take the time, look at the menu. Unless we're in a serious rush and I'm like, okay, do you want the same thing as me? That's fine. But it's like, okay, if we're not in a rush, just look at the menu. Caroline's never ordered before me ever in her life. No. Joe beats me to it. I have to order first with Caroline because I'm so worried that she's <laughs> going to pick what I want. Joe gets scared. Yeah. No, but... Um, I'm like, because I don't care what you order. But, like, yeah, I I want what I want, and I don't care what you get. Right. No, yeah. But, yeah, I just don't... Well, the root of it, again, to this pet peeve, is, like, insecure in your ordering. That's what's bothering me. I'm like, you don't know what you like? Like, I'm so confused by that. Like, you're not going to look at the menu and then decide you're going to copy me? Like, that's the root of it. Like, what? What do you don't even like the food I get? And then you're like, oh, I didn't like that. I shouldn't have... Oh, I tell you guys a funny story about this. My friend Golda, we are at this bar, and I ordered my drink, and I don't even think I got a. I think I got like a Topo Chico. Like I was like, oh, I'll have a Topo Chico, and then Golda right after me, she goes, oh, I'll have what she's having, and in my head I was like, that bitch, and I look at her, I was like, oh, what she's having? Like I literally mocked her. And she was so, like, she looked confused. I was like, oh, maybe I haven't told her my pet peeve. But again, I've told everyone my pet peeve. So I was like, that's weird. So then, literally, the girl comes back with my Topo Chico, and Golda does not have a Topo Chico. She has something completely different. And I was like, what did you get? She's like, I, ha- I got, that's what she'll, she's having. Like, the drink was called that. And I was like, oh, well, like, and she's like, yeah, I was wondering why you were looking at me so, like, awful. That's Hilarious. I was like, I had no idea that's what the drink was called. I thought you were like, oh, I'll just have what she's having. Isn't that funny? And I was like, I do like such a bitch. I think that that makes you look hilarious. Yeah. I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. I had a really good pet peeve to say next. And now my brain is, uh, it like rejected it as you told that story. And I don't know why it's really, oh, really? upsetting me. Okay, well, do you want me to say another one while you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, I do not understand. Oh, Joe has hers, but I'll go this fast. I just was excited because it hit my brain. I have it now, though. I physically do not understand people that take a shower and then get out of the shower sopping wet and then dry off. In my head, you stay in that shower and you reach for the towel and then you dry off in the shower and then you step out. Agreed. Christopher Perry... He is like, it's like the ocean hit the, our bathroom floor. I'm like, how is this logical? Because now we have to clean that up. I don't understand. And I know multiple people like that. It's not just Chris, but it's because I live with Chris. I know, I realize it more. I don't understand that. I will, sometimes I forget to put a towel out. Like, I think there's a towel. Yeah, and then or not. the towel that's out that I thought was there is like been there. Yeah, for a couple of days, and I'm like, oh, I want a fresh towel, and I will get out to go get a fresh towel. Yeah, but typically speaking, I completely agree with you. Yeah, or if you don't, and there's someone in the house, like, hey, could you get a towel? Yeah. Like I always do that if I personally forget one. But also, so that's and this ties into another one. If there's water, like you brush your teeth, you wash your hands, and there's water all over the sink from that. You wipe it down. 
you wipe it down. Right. Why is there water on the sink? I have that question often. Why? I don't understand why there's water on the sink. Like, why are we leaving water anywhere? Yeah. Or toothpaste? Why are we not rinsing that down the sink? I don't know. Someone help me explain. Okay. Mine. Uh, Am I ready for my next one? I hate when somebody asks me a question. They don't like my answer. (laughs) So they start giving me advice for how that should not be my answer. Okay. Example. Oh, yeah. Example. Somebody asked me online this week, why don't you wear mascara? And so I put up a video of, I don't like wearing it. I don't like taking it off. I don't like how it feels on my face. Right. Do not give me suggestions. I don't want your suggestions. (laughs) I'm perfectly happy with my mascara-less face. That's why. It's not deep. Yeah. Comment section. Soaring. (laughs) All mascara recommendations that they think I will fix my problem. It's not a problem. Yeah. You asked me a question. I wasn't saying, hey, I have this issue where I don't wear it. No, it's not a problem for me. I don't wear it. I don't like it. I don't want to wear it. I don't care about your tube mascara. I don't care about your fancy remover. I don't care about you think I look better with it, so I should just suffer. I don't care. I don't care. That's funny. I've come to terms with myself without mascara. Yeah, find a new hobby and it's not that deep yeah That's i don't funny. know why that just i've been trying to really think of how to make a response to all the suggestions because i say in the video i don't want your suggestions <laughs> there is not a suggestion you can make that i will like like yeah i, I don't care yeah i also have short and then people are like well what about a lash tint and lift what about extensions what about I'm like why are you so desperate for women to have eyelashes right that's weird. if a man says he doesn't like to wear mascara you're like yeah, that makes sense yeah stop it <laughs> stop it stop it if people ask that's a totally different thing right. like if i was like hey suggestions i don't wear mascara comments. because of this reason and i would love if anybody has a solution yes come at me not what i said yeah you unlocked a new one for me because you said i hate when i i forget how you word it but it, we're talking about this one. Mine is like, I hate when someone um, like asks me for advice and then I tell them and they don't like my answer and then they give excuses why they're the way they are. Why they? Yeah, it's like, okay. I probably do that. Um, I'm not, the person I'm thinking of is not you, but <laughs> like, does that make sense? It's like, okay. They're really struggling, and I'm like, okay, let's help you out. So then I give my advice, and I'm very honest, too. And then they tell all the reasons why they can't take your advice. Yes, because of the way they are. Just kidding. I don't do that. I had that very wrong in my head. My brain was saying that I understood the whole thing wrong. I thought you were saying, like, I give you advice, and then I explain why my advice works for me. Oh, no, no. (laughs) And not you. I'm dumb. No. Maybe just cut out everything I've just said in the last (laughs) five minutes. Okay. Yeah. So I don't like that because it's like, okay, like, because if I'm your good for my advice, right? And if I'm your good friend, I am eighty percent sure I know your traumas. I know like what's about you. Like I don't need that to be explained. You just don't like my advice. You don't like how I was honest. You can ask for my advice and not take it. That's fine with me. Yeah. But don't ask for my advice and then tell me why it's bad advice. Yeah. Agreed. to me, it's the best advice ever. I think I know everything. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't actually think I know anything at all. Yeah, I don't. I think there's a lot to learn. I don't think I know at all. Um, I, I always say that when I give advice of any sort to anybody. Yeah. I'm like, look. This is from my experience. Yeah, I was about to say, this is from my perspective. So remember, there are these big gaping holes where I didn't experience your life. Yeah. And never will. Right. Seriously. Um, I don't like when people, like, you're in a car and they don't turn the car on fast. Why? Why are we doing that? Like, you get in the car, you turn on the car. I don't care if we sit there for an hour after you turn it on. I just want the car on. I want the AC blowing on me. I want the car on. 
I don't like it when people judge me for how long I sit in my car. <laughs> and reflect. <laughs> yeah. I'll get back from somewhere and just like sit in my car yeah. for a few minutes. I don't do that as often as I used to. I used to do it a lot. I think I do it the most because I don't look at my phone when I'm driving. And then when I park, I'm like, okay, email, text, whatever. Yeah. And I should just get myself inside to wherever I'm going. Yeah. And we, then, then handle you get that hooked. stuff. But sometimes I'm like meeting somebody or I know I'm going to walk in and like yeah. start doing something else. And so it's like, okay, sit here, finish task, yeah, then go. Yours, another one of yours is you don't like lateness. I hate being late. I'm late so much more as a mom yeah. now. I don't even think it has anything to do with being a mom per se. I mean, it does. But I'm way often, words, way more often I am late now if I'm bringing G with me because I can't calculate the amount of time it takes me to get out the door with a kid. With both, yeah. I'm still in just me mode where I'm like, oh, I can be out of the door in seven right. minutes. But it takes me 12 minutes with her. Yeah. And so I'm always running. I'm normally still on time. I'm pretty good usually. But I I just think being late's really disrespectful. Yeah. And not being late every once in a while. That's different. Things happen. Right. Like, And also it's different if it's like a general hangout where I want to hang out tomorrow afternoon. I think I'll be there around one cool like if we're spending the <laughs> afternoon together and you get there at two instead mm -hmm. whatever that's yeah. not a problem with me but if it's a weekday and i have meetings and we're meeting for coffee at 9 a.m and you don't show up till 9 17 i had an hour you know and now yeah, yeah. I, I don't know now I, my whole days yeah i get that because if we're going to finish and discuss everything, we I don't know. I just don't. And then you feel rushed. And it's like, I don't want to feel rushed. I want to enjoy. And then it's like, oh, And I will mess. give people a few chances on that, though. One, being late once does not yeah. bother me. I think I get most annoyed whenever it consistently happens again and again. Yep. Um, let me look at my list. I think I'm done. I'm impressed it. at how long your list is. I'm also impressed at how well you know me. <laughs> Um, yeah, those are all mine that I wrote down. I'm sure I have tons more, but those are all mine. Oh, oh, go ahead. Okay. Mine is when people, and you're going to be like, this is totally me, but it's not you. When people <laughs> say like, you know, I'm just so busy, but they literally they so, cannot stop saying that. I'm so busy. You know, my calendar's book. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And it's like, in my head, I'm like, so we're stop all busy. doing that to yourself. Well, yeah, that. But That's what like, I go through my head. But to me, it's like, you don't think I'm not busy? Like, yeah. And it's not the person. Like, I'm taking it personal. And, and it's, it's not. not. But in my head, I'm like, everyone's busy and everyone figures it out. Yeah. Like, everyone allots time for what is most important, usually, in their life. And it's like, I hate when people are like, I'm so busy. Well, like, know what I thought you were going to say? What? I thought you were going to say, I hate it whenever people say, well, this upcoming season, things really slow down. <laughs> no. <laughs> Joe's the queen of that, though. Because that is, like, my infamous, like, that is by far one of my most toxic traits. Is That's I'm always so like, ah, oh, things are about to slow yeah. down. And in my head, I'm like, I don't think so, but you do, yeah. I do feel like, I will make this argument for myself, that in the last few months, things have improved significantly yeah, I in think that they've department. Down. I've been much more reliable. Yes. I have a more consistent schedule. Yes. But Caroline sent me a meme about it, and for some reason, it, it, like, it rocked her world. She just sent it to me at the perfect time <laughs> that it just, I've talked about it on the podcast before, like multiple times. <laughs> what did it even say? It was like adulthood is just repeating oh i think in a few months things slow down yeah. over and over again until you die and it struck me so hard and i didn't even say anything i just said no it. like and it wasn't you being no, rude yeah. it was just funny and it struck me so hard like like a spear <laughs> through the heart like i've never recovered from reading that i think about it all the time i'm like i and i think part of it is i read that and i'm like why would you want to live like that and i'm like oh shit i'm living yeah, like that yeah yeah and uh, yeah, it's more of like a self-reflection. Yes, thing. it was like yes. this moment. 
I don't want to be that, you know? No, yeah. No one does. No one so, does. That's I'm going to work on that. All right. Well, if you guys have pet peeves, share them in the Facebook group. We'd love to hear them. Yeah. I really like reading other people's. So do I. Because I feel like, again, it tells a lot about a person. It's like, oh, like that bothers them. We should do a green flag episode. Because like what I need after we do episodes like this is to then say all the things I like about people. (laughs) Because when we do this, it makes me feel icky. Negative, yeah. Like I am just complaining for an entire hour. Yeah, very true. And so I think we should do a green flags episode. If that interests people, if everybody's like, no, Joe, you don't have to like (laughs) overcompensate. overcompensate. Like you're allowed to say you don't like some things. You let me know. That's okay. But I also think that would be kind of fun. Yeah, so fun. I'd have to think about my green flag. No, I'm joking. I have green flags, of course. I have a few. Like, off the top of my head, for sure. I think we could do it. Yeah, I think we could totally do it. Okay. Anyways, you know where to find us. You know where to follow us. XOXO. Middle ground. Huh? (laughs) What'd you say? I said XOXO. Middle ground. Um, should, we, should we get a little cute saying? We don't really have one. I still want an intro. I will never stop saying it. I want an intro that's okay, like fine. Middle Ground Podcast with Caroline Stelty and Joe Johnson Overby. Okay, These two murmur, murmur, murmur. are the most amazing people to walk the planet. And <laughs> action. And then it's hello, everyone, and welcome back to Middle Ground. Yeah. Okay, we don't even have do to it. say that anymore. We but, just start talking. Well, don't we say hi? We don't have to say hi anymore because it just goes welcome. And we'd just be like, so what'd you do today? What? Yeah. It'd be wild. That would be hard for me to start like that. But Well, the thing is we would just start recording and we would start talking. Oh, and, and I would cut it. And then we would it. just cut it where it sounds right to Gotcha. Enter. Think about how fun that would be. So fun. I know, but I feel like we should have a say. Like, we don't have like a slogan. Oh, should we say like... Nothing matters. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And don't forget, nothing matters. Bye. Somebody asked me about my phone case yesterday. They were like, I don't, what's your phone case? And I was like, well, if you really think about it, we're just little tiny specks on a floating rock hurtling through space. So nothing really matters. (laughs) And And she was probably like, oh, that girl needs help. They're like, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you get one or two like responses. It's like, oh, nice, sweetie. Or it's like, wow, that's actually really true. There's no in between. Yeah. And so they'd either like the podcast or they wouldn't. Right. Exactly. Uh, and that's okay because nothing matters. Everybody Bye, go guys. follow Caroline and the podcast at Caroline Stelty at Middle Ground Podcast. And email us hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. And Love don't you. follow Joe. Yeah, Bye. don't follow me. Whatever you do. <laughs> Bye.